Hello and welcome to Community Spotlight, where we highlight businesses during this unique time in our country. Today I'm excited to be joined by Ben Watkins, the Vice President of McCarthy Building Companies. Before we dive in with Ben, I'm going to just give you a little bit of information about McCarthy and all the great stuff that they do. McCarthy is a community-based general contractor specializing in healthcare, education, aviation, and commercial construction projects. They're committed to helping their clients achieve their short and long-term strategic goals. Their McCarthy Partnership for Women believes in diverse perspectives driving better outcomes, and they are thrilled to be on Business Radio X Community Spotlight today. How are you, Ben? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great, and thanks for having me today for the show. Well, you guys are doing a lot of moving and shaking at McCarthy, so I'd like to dive right in and just give you the opportunity to share with us what's been going on in your world. Um, We're going to touch on a few different things here today about your ability to thrive in this COVID era that we are in and also some of your recent accomplishments with McCarthy. Let's start with how you guys have been adjusting to what's been going on in the world. Sure. So a little bit about McCarthy to get started. Um, McCarthy is the oldest privately owned general contractor in the United States. Um, We go back over 150 years, uh, which is a pretty cool fact. 100% employee owned, uh, which is a huge differentiator for us, we believe. You know, we operate around a pretty tight strategic map. Our core purpose is to be the best builder in America. Our core values include genuine, we not I, and all in. But we really focus heavily on what we call our strategic anchors. Uh, It starts with client focus and having delivering an exceptional client experience for everyone that we work with and work for Uh, and the ways that that we do that are our other two anchors providing operational excellence in projects from start to finish and doing that with top talent Mm -hmm. Uh, we're very very interested in having the best people that we can have in this industry and that will help us to deliver the client experience we're looking for so we stay really really focused on that you know, we have a national reach, mm-hmm. um, but we're also extremely focused throughout our various uh, regions and locations in the country uh, on having a local presence. Uh, and you mentioned in the mm-hmm. open, thank you for calling us a community-based builder yes. because that's, that's what we are. And as a community-based builder here in Atlanta, we are coming up on our 15-year anniversary. Congratulations. Uh, we, thank you very much. You're welcome. We, We opened our operation here in Atlanta full-time in 2005, so 2020 marks our 15th year here in Atlanta. Hashtag Um, McCarthy ATL 15. You heard it here first. Um, (laughs) We are going to be introducing um, a celebration of those 15 years and a celebration of our people and our clients to give everyone, you know, a perspective of, you know, what we've done here in Atlanta, the partnerships that we have developed and the fun that we've had over the course of the last 15 years. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned for plenty of hashtag McCarthy ATL 15 in the coming weeks and months. Yes. Well, you mentioned um, about relationships and you mentioned the strength of the relationships that you have with not only your clients, but um, the pillars, you know, of McCarthy as a whole. I'd like to rewind just a little bit because I know you value your clients very highly. I'd like to give you a chance to maybe share with us some of the people that you do business with. Sure, sure. You did another good thing for for me in the intro, which was talk about the markets that that we're in. Uh, We're very focused uh, nationally, but also, you know, here locally, very much so uh, in the markets of healthcare, aviation, education, and general commercial 
construction. We've had the the great opportunity to work with many of the marquee businesses and and marquee you know providers of those services here in Georgia and here in the Atlanta area. I can go through you know a few of the clients that that we are lucky you know to call partners. I'll say I just uh, recently saw on LinkedIn, and I tip my hat to you for um, the Emory project that you guys are participating in. Maybe you can share a little bit about that. Absolutely, yeah. We just broke ground on our second project for Emory Healthcare, which is uh, a project over at their Emory Johns Creek Hospital in Johns Creek. Really excited about that. Emory has been an awesome client for us. In the healthcare arena, uh, we really pride ourselves in, in, in doing a great job and working for really all of the marquee systems here in, in Georgia, you know, including Kaiser Permanente, mm-hmm. uh, Northside Hospital, Piedmont Healthcare, and Wellstar. Mm. And you know, we really value those, those relationships tremendously and do everything we can to you know, support a positive working relationship there. I want to give you the opportunity to share a little bit more about your partners and the projects, but I want to dive in just a little bit right here because of the emphasis that you put on the relationship and the care that you take with your partners. Now, the world kind of took an odd direction with this pandemic, and I understand through our conversation before the show that you were able to kind of get in front of that in your world and not only supply, you know, McCarthy and your team with everything they need to remain safe, but you also went in above and beyond and supply that for your clients and your partners partners as well. Maybe you can share a little bit about with us some of those efforts. Yeah, absolutely. So McCarthy has a genuine safety culture. Safety is the most important thing we do every day. We have a best in class safety program. We have best in class safety record, and we pride ourselves in that. Um, So when COVID came along, we felt like we were very equipped to address it efficiently and expeditiously and keep everyone safe. You know, the, our main focus is everyone who comes onto one of our project sites needs to go home safely just the way they came mm-hmm. that morning. They need to leave the same way that night. In one and, piece. In one piece. <laughs> and as COVID came along and things to begin to shut down, one thing that was, uh, that was unique for our industry is that throughout the, the country and, in, and here in Georgia, construction was deemed an essential business pretty much across the board. Uh, So we knew we had to keep going and keep moving forward. I mean, construction is a real economic driver and in a time where things were slowing down, it was our obligation to do so, but we had had to do it safely. So we focused quickly on our job sites, figured out how we could, you know, implement safety protocols that matched our standards, our very, very high standards for safety, but also that of federal agencies, the CDC, Mm -hmm. also one of our clients. We'll get into that in a little bit. Sure. <laughs> State government and local government uh, and come up with adaptations to our safety plan and our, and our safety program that were effective, efficient, and again, most importantly, kept everyone safe on a day-to-day basis. Now, we're, we're currently you know, in the process of starting to safely repopulate our offices, uh, and we have a whole other set of protocols for that, um, which has been nice to get people sort of back back into their normal environments as we can safely. I mean, right. we have a lot of uh, flexibility around telecommuting as well, uh, which, is, which has been also a nice thing to do during the quarantine period. We found that we can be extremely effective um, in that arena as well when it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing that you know, as well. But you, you mentioned the client interaction and having lots of institutional clients mm-hmm. on the healthcare side, education, education. 
aviation. We didn't see it as something that we you know, wanted to do or needed to do. We, we really felt an obligation. I mean, we obviously wanted to, but we felt a sincere obligation to jump in any way we can. So when things began to close down and, and, and the quarantine period started, we developed a communication plan with all of our clients with you know, regular check-ins on a week-to-week basis with various members of our staff to figure out what their needs might be. Some of the things that we were able to do for our clients in you know, various locations but was to set up some test centers and test sites for, oh, wow. for, for COVID, yeah. set up temporary healthcare spaces where various healthcare providers needed additional space to treat their COVID patients and isolate them from regular patients, right. I guess you might say. Yeah. Um, Quarantine them. Yeah, and, and like you mentioned, in the construction industry, we had a unique ability being that we use PPE, personal protective equipment, on a day-to-day Anyways, basis. Yeah. We had a unique um, ability to go out and obtain PPE. What everybody couldn't. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were able to collect that and distribute it you know, where, where needed across the board and even down to you know providing some economic feedback. I mean, many of our clients reached back out to us with questions about how this was going to impact our business, how yeah. we thought it would impact their business. So that was, I thought, one of the really cool things was and definitely showed how we have genuine relationships that they were willing to reach back to us you know and you know obviously ask for the obvious things but also you know advice they they trusted us there and that's what it's all about Um, we're very a very relationship driven Mm -hmm. company and it's a very relationship driven business and we're thankful to you know have great great partnerships where we can take advantage of that from a partner standpoint or a, a client perspective, I know I would be delighted just to hear, you know, from you or someone kind of getting a pulse check in this bizarre time. The fact that you just simply reached out even to begin with, I'm sure was greatly appreciated and therefore strengthening your relationships with them. Also a pillar of McCarthy. You mentioned very briefly the CDC. Mm-hmm. Am I able to congratulate you on what you've been recently involved with it's coming in 2025 right that's a project with the cdc here in atlanta sure and i'll let you chat about it yeah i mean the timelines are a little bit fluid and there's not you know obviously based on security that that there's not a ton of information that you know detailed information that that we can put out there but the cdc has been a client of ours since since 2000 Uh, we were involved with building their first level bsl4 high containment laboratory here in georgia And yes, yeah, they contracted with us or are looking to us to provide construction manager services on a new laboratory mm-hmm. for them that we're currently working on through the design and pre-construction phase and mm-hmm. will be coming in, in the future. Well, congratulations. Pretty exciting. Yes. Thanks. Thank you. We talked about some of your healthcare partners. You mentioned aviation and education as well. This mm-hmm. is just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Because during the crisis or the pandemic, which we're still obviously in, when the world slowed down, closed schools and flights were canceled, did you guys have an opportunity to maybe complete some things? Because the general public wasn't around to interfere. You know, you wouldn't have any obstructions that you might if the world was operating like it normally does. Were you able to complete um, some projects in a more timely manner because you had the time? Yeah, I hate to say we took advantage of that, mm-hmm. um, but we most certainly did. I mean, a, a good one to, to highlight would be our landside modernization project that we're involved with at Hartsfield-Jackson Airport. Anyone that is, might be listening from Georgia here that um, uses the Hartsfield-Jackson Airport has probably noticed that there are two extremely large 
canopies that have mm. been constructed on either side of the north and south terminals. We were able to com- complete that project a little more expeditiously, and the canopies were pretty much completed before COVID started, but we were also going through and renovating each of the entrance doors on the north-south and also on the west oh. sides uh, where you come in from the parking area into the terminal. Uh, and that portion, definitely the, the foot traffic slowing down definitely helped us out a little bit there. I mean, Hartsfield-Jackson is the world's busiest airport. You know, we were, throughout the course of that project, would have literally hundreds of thousands of passengers travel through our project site each and every day. So there were a number of challenges associated with that. So yeah, it was a little bit of a help for sure. Wouldn't, wouldn't like to take advantage of that, but, but we certainly did in that, in that case. And we're, you know, proud to have have Hartsfield as a client and have to completed such an iconic project for them, you know, over the course of the last year. I'll have to pay attention. I haven't been down, down by the airport lately, but I'll have to look out for these canopies now. Sure. And you mind if I ask what purpose they serve? So yeah, it is to provide cover and shelter from the parking structures into the, into the airport. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, also for the drop-off. Mm-hmm. I've been there, down there, yeah, right? where you drop off. Absolutely, mm-hmm. so it provides cover there, so where, where, where there's drop-off on the, on the upper-level concourses. Um, and then also as an aesthetic feature, the mm-hmm. Hartsfield-Jackson has a, a work program to expand and modernize that uh, Hartsfield-Jackson Airport that is called ATL Next. It is a long-term program, and the Landside Modernization Project was one of the one of the key components early on in the ATL Next program, so we're happy to be a part of it. Yeah, well obviously you guys are proponents for the community and you guys have a lot of community focus within McCarthy. Are you able to speak a little bit about some initiatives? I know you guys are big into philanthropy and you give back in so many different ways. We were chatting before the show about some um, modifications that you make for people that might need ADA compliant accessibility share a little bit about some things that you guys do with McCarthy we've said it a few times now but we really really are a community-based builder Um, our local presence and our local participation in the community that we're in specifically here in Georgia with our Atlanta office is extremely important to us I think that starts first and foremost with our craft workforce those are the skilled trades that work on our job sites every single day we are very committed to providing a great experience for our craft workforce, hiring locally, hiring local tradesmen, uh, but also providing training Mm. for them as well. So that's really at the root of what we do in the community and providing jobs. That's a huge focus for us. Next, I'd say having a cultural commitment to diversity and inclusion um, is really, really big for us. I think you said it Mm -hmm. on on the opening as well, but we we have a a theme and that is diverse perspectives drive better outcomes. And we truly believe that. I mean, we, we push that as a motto in everything we do internally and externally. externally. We have an awesome director of diversity named Kamisha Mason, who works really, really hard for us to Mm -hmm. set up a comprehensive plan for us to to reach out into the community. Um, We do tons of outreach. Our McCarthy Partnership for Women has Mm -hmm. been highlighted on your other podcast. Celebrating um, Powerhouse Women. Which was great. But it's really an all-encompassing commitment to making sure that we're doing our part and being good community-based participants in diversity and inclusion. 
Absolutely. The next thing I was going to mention was our hard hats program. Mm -hmm. You started to talk about that one a little bit, and it's obviously a play on hard hats, but mm -hmm. we call it heart hats. We do that all locally as well. And the thing to know about heart hats is that it is not charitable giving. Servitude. We, dollars, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, ser servitude, service. We absolutely do charitable giving. Uh, we don't publicize that at all, um, locally or or nationally. Uh, we definitely raise money and donate money to organizations and causes um, that are near and dear to, to our, our hearts. Uh, but what this is, is, is service. And we focus on providing things for people or groups that if we didn't step in, otherwise would not be provided. When we find someone or some group that has a need uh, that just cannot be met, that's where we step in with, with heart hats. Yeah. We had a really cool example of that here in Gwinnett County mm -hmm. um, a, a number of years back uh, for a, a young man that was uh, stricken with tumors um, mm -hmm. across his, his whole body, a really, really unique condition that he had. Benign tumors, however debilitating, his condition began to worsen and worsen in his mid to late 20s. Parkview graduate um, yeah. here. Yeah, that's right. And he got to a point where he had to move back home. Uh, which at his age and in his life, he just really felt like he was beginning to give up aspects of his life on a day-to-day -day basis. So it was an acquaintance of one of our employees. Our employee brought it to our attention. So what we decided to do was go to his home, his parents' home that he was moving back into, and turn their basement into essentially his, his place, mm -hmm. uh, a place he could call his. And have independence. Um, exactly, exactly. So we did a lot of things to help with accessibility so he could get around his, his place uh, and, and, and use it um, efficiently, uh, but also put some nice touches on it. Like for instance, putting in a sidewalk from the street and a door into the basement to where his friends could, if they wanted to stop by and hang out, they could just knock on his door. Yeah, that's He could nice. answer his own door and do so. And we know that that was really, really impactful for him. And it's just a good example. We do a lot of hard hats projects for CHOA mm -hmm. as well when they have patients um, that are wheelchair bound uh, or need accessibility. We've done tons and tons and tons of ramps. When they go home from the hospital, yeah. they show up home with an accessible home that has a ramp where they can get in the house and get around. And that's been very rewarding as well. I bet that was a tremendous help to those patients when they got home. Yeah. And how cool that you're involved on such a personal level and on the ground level, as well as, you know, a macro level. You're doing things like huge projects with the CDC, but there's nothing too small for you guys to tackle as a team. For instance, helping an individual that is, you know, near and dear to your heart. So Absolutely. I applaud your hard hat efforts. Um, I've heard Anna speak about it uh, once before. She's enthusiastic about that program also. Yeah, the key, again, to our whole community involvement piece is is being local. I mean, we are a big national company, a national contractor, but being the community-based community builder and having that local presence is huge. I mean, our people that work for us, our craft labor, folks in our office and on our job sites, they live here mm -hmm. in Georgia, in Atlanta, in Gwinnett County, and the surrounding counties. They work here. They live here. Their children go to school here. They go to church here. They do business here. Right. Being ingrained in the community Itself, is yeah. what we are all about. And being able to do that locally is, has been very, very rewarding for us. And yeah. uh, I think I think we've we, we've definitely helped some people along the way, which is which is key. 
I would agree. Well, I have to say you guys do a fantastic job of participating. You're out in the field. You're out in the community. When I first connected with someone on your team, it was about two years ago, and it was at a young professionals event here in Gwinnett. Mm -hmm. I didn't know very much about McCarthy. I had seen the red logo before with the hat, but I got to learn over the past couple of years so much about what you guys do, and it was through a community-based event that I met someone on your team. Absolutely. So you guys do a fantastic job of saturating the, the local market, the hyper-local market. You handed me this awesome little card whenever you came in and it's your core values and I can't quit looking at the we not I because that's so profound not just for business but as life as a whole and you mentioned your commitment to culture within McCarthy and how you guys kind of impede that upon you know business and what you guys do you also have the all-in here I'd like for you to tell us just a little bit more maybe you can unpack those for us just kind of tell us why they're so important to you guys the core values at the beginning, you know, I mentioned the strategic map, and it is really something that has been a huge, a huge driver for us. We try to work in everything we do around the strategic map, and the core values are a huge part of that. You know, just to touch on each one briefly, genuine is really all about having respect, having respect for the people that we work with internally and externally. We Not I is about teamwork and taking responsibility when, when, when we need to, but also sharing in benefits when things are great with our clients and our teams, making sure that making it a habit to share credit. Yeah, share right? successes. I like Good that. teamwork. And all in is just about being fully committed, fully committed to everything that we do. No sort of kind of being half committed or partially committed um, into any endeavor we have, whether that's a, like you mentioned a minute ago, whether that's a huge project for Hartsfield Jackson, or it is a accessibility ramp for a child that just came home from CHOA, mm -hmm. right? Really, really, really important to be all in. I, I think what drives that is our ownership culture within our company. I mentioned at the beginning, we're 100% employee owned. That's great. Um, it really does drive our, our culture. Each and every one of us, you know, our company's name is McCarthy. But one way that we describe it all the time is as an employee owner, you really feel like your name is the sign on the door. You know, mm -hmm. it could be, you know, Watkins or, right. or Pierch uh -huh. building companies. Yeah. And that's a huge driver. And we just want to really take ownership in everything we do and be accountable for the results and deliver an experience that's that's great for all of our all of our partners throughout the industry. And just the verbiage all in makes you feel like you're on a team. You're a part of something. And just like you say, well, it's an old adage. There's no I in team. Mm -hmm. um, but when you say that we are all in, I, f I feel like I'm a part of your team, Ben. <laughs> we are all in. You are a part yeah. of the team. I tip my hat to you guys. You guys are, are moving and shaking in the community, and I'm so thrilled for you guys. Your achievement of 15 years, that's a mile marker. I can't wait for the next 15 months to, so you can reveal some of the projects that you've been doing. Um, I'm very curious about those. I know that we're going to give some information about how anybody that would like to learn more about your projects or if they're interested in doing business with McCarthy, um, they can go to the website. And what's that website, Yeah, it's ben? simple. Just www.mccarthy.com for our subcontractors or consultant partners, they can contact us that way. There's a pre-qualification. Uh, my contact information is right there. Um, you can contact Amanda. She can give you my contact information <laughs> as well, and I'll get you where, where you need to be. But all of our information is there at McCarthy.com, and 
feel free to, to go Reach check out. us out. Yeah, and we'll include that in the show notes as well. So anybody listening can have that easily accessible. Ben, I do have to thank you so much for joining us today. It's been very exciting learning about McCarthy. Um, hashtag McCarthy ATL 15, folks. Thank you so much for joining us on Community Spotlight. I'm Amanda Pierch, and we'll catch you next time.